When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. It's PTI's anniversary this week, Tone. Do you remember our first show 21 years ago? Tony Kornheiser, absolutely. I had just turned 70. You know, <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that luckily. I would go 21 more. But Yeah, you know. Uh, you know. Yeah, you weren't quite 70. You know, you might have been minus 20. I was close. Minus 20, that. I was close. I was nah, close. you weren't close. Yeah, certainly close. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode... The Niners trade for Christian McCaffrey, the Cardinals beat the Saints, and David Pollack joins us for five good minutes. But we begin today with baseball. The Astros once again got terrific starting pitching, this time from Framber Valdez. They got a three-run homer from Alex Bregman, and they got the usual shutdown pitching from their bullpen. Afterwards, Yankees starting pitcher Luis Severino said, quote, they got lucky, unquote. Well, is that how you see it? <laughs> Hell no. I mean, that's just yeah. like, What? The Yankees have struck out 30 times in two games. They yeah. can't even put the ball in play. All right, so they get the ball in too far on old short arms Bregman, and he knocked it out of there. But don't tell me when you can't even put the ball in play that the other team got lucky. I know the Yankees are much better at home. They're the best home team of all with their 206-yard right field foul pole. So they <laughs> may go in there and they may tattoo some balls. And Stanton and Rizzo and, of course, Mr. 62, they can go out there and go crazy. I, I, I get that. I'm not counting the Yankees out. But don't tell me Houston's not better than them from where we sit now because Houston, Tony, can put the ball in play. They can play whatever they want, and they got that bullpen. So don't tell me Houston's not better because Houston is better. Yeah. Just one small correction. It's not a 260-yard foul pole in right field because that would be like 700 and 20 feet or something like that. So it's Oh, I said yards. I don't mean that. Five God feet knows. every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah, it's a sandwich. Right, so I sat on the show yesterday and I said that it appeared that Houston was a decidedly better team than the Yankees. As you said, they have now struck out the Yankees 30 times in two games. Houston is 5-0 and oh in the playoffs. The Yankees are 3-4 and four in the playoffs. The Houston relief pitching, you... you First of all, they got no earned runs last night. No earned for the Yankees because Valdez fell on his back trying to make a play at first. <laughs> their, their, their relief pitching is now, these numbers are phenomenal. It's They're perfect. absolutely phenomenal. Perfect. It's 25 and a third innings, 33 strikeouts and only two runs. So you have to beat their starters. And they couldn't beat Verlander, and they couldn't beat Valdez. And, and they're gonna, if the series lasts that long, they're going to be back in games five Again, and six. Yeah. When Severino, yeah. here's what Severino's big point was. He said that Bregman hit a ball with exit velocity of 91 miles an hour, and it went out. Whereas in the eighth inning, Aaron Judge hit a ball with exit velocity, velocity of 101 miles an hour, and it stayed in. So does that, is he saying they got lucky, or is he saying there's malfeasance? Because if Houston's cheating now, I tip my cap to them. I really do if they're cheating Tony. now. The fact is, Mike, this sounds whiny. 
The roof was open. It is. And maybe maybe if the roof is closed, Judge's ball goes out. But Bregman's went out with me, the roof open. Let me just ask MLB you a question. does that, not Houston. Let me yeah. ask you a question. When you stood yeah. in the locker room as a reporter with a notebook and you stood in front of, say, Reggie Jackson and Johnny Bench and Joe Morgan, all yeah. people I know you stood in front of, Eddie Murray, right. Cal Ripken, did they ever talk to you about exit velocity at the end of a game? Nobody, did they ever, did they ever no, quote that no. to you? Huh? Nobody. So analytics have got to players who are now dopes too? Please. It's a brand new term for me, velo. As is oppo. No, Johnny Bench never said to me, did you see me go oppo? Did you see? No, I, didn't, I never heard that. Never heard it. Reggie Jackson no. would have just swatted you if he'd heard you ask the question yeah. that way. Oppo. Let's move to the NFL Vilo. happily. We're less than two weeks after firing their head coach. The Panthers traded now their biggest star. Carolina sent running back receiver Christian McCaffrey to San Francisco for a second, third, fourth, and fifth round draft pick. Tony, how much does this move elevate the Niners? So when I first heard it, I thought it was not quite, but close to being on the level of what the Rams did last year when they traded for Matthew Stafford. Because McCaffrey can run it and he can catch it. He was first team all pro and the other, you know, this is a move to win now. This is not like drafting Trey Lance for down the road. This is to win now, giving up all of those picks. And I thought to myself, maybe not in the same backfield, but in the same formation, you're going to put Debo Samuel out there with Christian McCaffrey. So it seems to me possible, Mike, that you could score from anywhere at any time and that Kyle Shanahan would be able to design plays that would be virtually unstoppable. But, and there's always a but, I'll go back to our last two shows. Christian McCaffrey is Zion Williamson. I root yeah. for him to be healthy, but yeah. he isn't necessarily healthy. In the last two years, out of a 33-game possible time to get in, he played in 10 games. So it looks great on paper, but I don't know. Tone, it looks great on paper because you also didn't mention Kittle and Ayut. In addition to right, Debo right. Samuel, I got, uh, seriously, that's like a video game. And, Tony, he has no yeah. impact on Carolina. One, because he's hurt all the time. And two, because it's Carolina, and it doesn't matter. He has no impact. He's a fantasy-only player. He excites fantasy owners. It doesn't matter what he does at Carolina. Talk about a guy with zero impact. Now, you put him out there with that coach and those coaches right. and ma- right. the manipulation that they can put Christian McCaffrey, by the way, he's got to feel better about going back to California, Northern California. My God, how great for him. And he gets to be relevant again if he's healthy. Because if he's on the field with those dudes, San Francisco doesn't have to worry about how inaccurate their quarterback is, which is very, which is why they try to get rid of him every year. They will score, Tony. Just him and Debo Samuel alone is scary. And now with Ayuda and Kittle, oh, my God. I agree. I agree. And, and I, sometimes I wonder about those two guys coaching out there, Sean McVay and Kyle Shanahan. Sometimes it seems like what they do is aim just at the other guy, not at the league, just yeah. at the other guy. We move Ooh, on. Man, <clears throat> the Thursday night game finally produced some touchdowns instead of the usual numbing field goal extravaganza. <laughs> Cardinals beat the Saints 42 to 34. There were seven offensive touchdowns, two defensive touchdowns. The Cardinals scored both defensive touchdowns on a pair of pick sixes off Andy Dalton, just over a minute apart in the second quarter. Wilbon, should your Cardinals feel like they're back on track, or were they just facing an unusually awful opponent last night? 
it's awful opponent, awful football. I'm going to just declare and be honest about this. You know, I had a choice between this game, a Thursday night game, and Shun Lee West. What do you think I took? You oh, know I me know pretty well. I know where you went. Huh? Yeah, I know All right. where you so, went. So, I mean, you yeah, know, you seriously. For, you went for dinner. Look, yeah. the Cardinals, they scored a couple of those touchdowns defensively, but the, the Saints aren't any good. And the Cardinals aren't any good. So back on track, I, you know, I don't know. I'm sure the play calling will be celebrated today because, you know, Cliff, Coach Cliff decided, you know, he could sort of give that over for a while. The Car- Tony, every time you get excited about the Cardinals, you just you, you shouldn't. You should stop yourself because usually they start fast and peter out. Maybe they're going to pick That's up right. now, but they still peter out as we get later toward, I don't know, Thanksgiving. But I'm not about to pronounce anything about the Cardinals after beating the Saints. I'm going to tell you my exact involvement with this game last night. I was watching the baseball. It was between innings. I clicked over to the football. I got involved in the football because the Saints were on a long drive. 15 plays, 65 yards. It was totally methodical, and I knew they were going to score in some fashion. They get to a third and eight on the Arizona 10. Andy Dalton drops back, and I said to my wife, Just don't throw a pick. And as soon as the words came out of my mouth, he was trying to find the one guy in the end zone surrounded by three Arizona defenders, and they picked him off. I got out of the game, and I never went back. So I didn't find out till this morning that there were two pick sixes after that. Let me just say briefly, everybody is excited about the fact that Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury yelled at each other. A guy asked me this morning as I was walking the dog, you think that's serious? And I said, let me tell you what's serious. Draymond Green punching Jordan Poole is serious. This stuff is not serious. They have the same agent. It's not no, serious. It's, Don't worry it's, about it's it. Let's take a break. at all. Coming up, will Chip Kelly's UCLA team stay unbeaten after tomorrow's game with Oregon? We're going to ask David Pollack. We'll also ask whether Nick Saban and Alabama could be looking at their second straight loss. So people now, when you walk the dog, are asking you about that as opposed to Dan Snyder. I, and that could be, I don't know what that means in Washington. Well, it could be the same guy every day who asks me a new could, question. It's like the question be, of the day could, as I walk yeah. the dog. Happy hour. Pardon the Interruption is presented by the refreshing taste of twisted tea, hard iced tea. Please drink responsibly. Part of happy hour. Can you remember the last time you had fun on a bike ride? Electric e-bikes, the number one seller of e-bikes in America, is here to bring fun and joy back to biking. Their riders routinely say they feel like kids again riding these bikes, and one even said, quote, I'm a 46-year-old man and can honestly say I haven't had this much fun on a bike since I was 10 years old, unquote. These e-bikes from Electric are fast, up to 28 miles per hour. They offer lightweight and foldable e-bikes, so you can easily take them on the go to explore national parks, campgrounds, and more. Even if you don't have a truck, trailer, or bike rack, many of their models will fit in the trunk of a car. They also offer long-range batteries that provide over 65 miles of range, so you can explore further and longer. Head over to electricebikes.com today and take their bike quiz to find a model that's perfect for your needs. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, 
We know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Welcome back to Pardon the Interruption, brought to you by Twisted Tea, part of Happy Hour. Another big weekend of college football is upon us, so we are thrilled to welcome back the youngest regularly appearing guest on this program. Because <laughs> compared to me and Wilbon, like 60 is young. College Game Day's David Pollock. David, let us start with this. You are in Eugene, Oregon, either to pick up a pair of Nikes or to actually watch number nine UCLA against number 10 Oregon. Chip Kelly's team is undefeated. Oregon got killed by your alma mater, Georgia, the first game of the season, utterly destroyed. So is it safe to say here that UCLA is the better team? From what we've seen so far, yes. Uh, Oregon, they beat Washington State. They beat a bunch of nobodies up until this point to, to get them back in the mix. They're back up to 10. Bo Nix is playing good. But, yeah, we haven't seen them play anybody really good. So I'm interested to see what we see. But also with UCLA, they played Utah. They looked great. The offense, I think, with DTR. By the way, Jake Bobo was an absolute stud at wideout. They got Charbonnet. So both these teams, listen, these are the best two hopes for the Pac-12, I think, to get in the playoff. Uh, and I think UCLA wow. has a stronger chance that they can make a case to continue to win. I think Oregon, obviously, with that Georgia face plant week one, might take themselves out. But this UCLA team's interesting. They're going to score points on everybody they play. Wow. I can't wait for UCLA-USC now. All right, David. We know Syracuse and Clemson are both undefeated. 14th ranked for Syracuse, 5 for Clemson. But seriously, I mean, Syracuse – Against Clemson, are we supposed to take this seriously? <laughs> Tony and I are not. I'm going to speak for him. Will you decide? Uh, I mean, okay, so after this week, we might find out more. But he, here's, what, here's what's to like about Syracuse. Remember, Syracuse a couple years ago, they were the tempo team that ran everything super fast and, and just tried to wear you out. Now they're a balanced team. They do a really good job on defense, one of the best defenses in the ACC. They run the football really effectively with a guy named Sean Tucker, who's an absolute animal. They do a great job not turning the football over, not beating themselves. They're not going to line up and pound Clemson. I'm watching tape of Clemson the other day, and I'm just like, Good Lord. I mean, you, you, guy after guy <laughs> after guy, they have the deepest front as, as far as defensive line. I mean, they put seven, eight, nine, ten guys in the game against FSU. I'm like, good. I, I texted Dabo. I'm like, how many freaks you got over there, dude? He's like, yeah, it's pretty good, pretty good room we got. I mean, the defensive line is so good. If you're going to beat Clemson, you have to pass the football through the air. Can Garrett Schrader do that? He hasn't done a – Great job, but he hasn't turned it over. That If Syracuse could do that, I'd, but I would definitely lean Clemson. I like what I've seen from Clemson thus far. And before the season, I had Clemson in the playoffs, and I still feel pretty confident about that. All right. All right. There's some, there's some good matchups tomorrow. I'm not sure the rankings should tell us as much as they want to tell us. So after losing to number three, Tennessee, Alabama, now six, hosts Mississippi State, which is 24th. Are we supposed to think at all? that Nick Saban and his boys are going to lose for a second consecutive week in conference, no less. I don't think they're going to lose. But, but Michael, I think we got to do something that's really – like we, we see all these stats about how Alabama bounces back after a victory. The days when Alabama used to kill everybody and used to be better than everybody, those days are over. Those days are gone. You look in the last couple of years, like way more competitive games, more losses. I think that we're, we're going to get more accustomed to Alabama losing a game every single year. Those days where they used to murder everybody I think are gone. 
Look at the dis- lack of discipline with like 30-something penalties between the Texas game and, and last week when you saw them, um, you know, lose, obviously, against Tennessee. The-, the discipline, the defense, giving up over 50 points a week ago. This is not the Alabama of old. I'm not saying the dynasty is over. There's still going to be a great program in college football. But the days where they just roll their helmet out there and we go, that team is easily going to be in the college football playoff or easily going to win it, those days, to me, they're gone. All right, we get you out of here. We need a quick answer on this one. If number seven Ole Miss beats LSU, Ole Miss will be 8-0 and for the first time since the low 1962. Wilbon hates Lane Kiffin. I like Lane Kiffin. How good is this team that Lane Kiffin's coaching? Lane Kiffin has done something that's kind of crazy because Lane used to be pitching all over the yard, right? Throw the ball, deep ball, tempo. This team, what do they do best? They run the football. Jackson Dart runs it. Their backs run it. They got a great group. He's adjusted really well to what they do. I, they haven't played anybody yet, so I see why Michael would say that. I, I like Lane. I like his personality. I like how he welcomes everybody from the transfer portal and brags about it and sends out messages <laughs> and tweets, and he'll attack anybody and go at anybody, which which I think is absolutely yeah. great for college football and great for, for Mississippi. But down the stretch, we'll find out Ole Miss how good they are. But I think they'll lose a couple games. But this LSU game will be interesting. This will be a tough one at LSU. We might figure out if they can beat you through the air. And then defensively, they struggled last week. But I don't think this is a team that's going to be in the playoff. But they're going to win 10, 11 games. Man. Thank you, David, as always. Thanks, thank David. You, thank Appreciate you. you. Appreciate it, guys. You can catch more of David tomorrow on College Game Day starting at 9 a.m. Eastern. Let's take one last break, but still to come, the Lakers struggle from three again because they stink. Yeah, well. Who has the edge as the NLCS moves to Philly tonight? Every time you go on this show and say, I hate Lane Kiffin, Lane Kiffin goes on some radio show somewhere and says, what is Will Bond saying? He hates me. I said, I never said that. Anthony Kornheiser said that. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact. Helping the small stand tall. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Pardon the Interruption is presented by the refreshing taste of Twisted Tea Hard Iced Tea. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. Happy time, people. 
Happy 46th birthday tomorrow, Brad Stevens. After Danny Ainge left the Celtics, Brad Stevens moved up from bench coach to president of basketball operations. He decided the coach he wanted was Ime Udoka. Udoka was a splendid choice, it seemed. In his first season, Udoka took the Celtics to the NBA Finals. But that was all undone when Stevens and the Celtics owners announced that Udoka had been suspended for at least this season for conduct unbecoming. Stevens brought back Al Horford last season, brought in Malcolm Brogdon this season, but Stevens' big bet is on 34-year-old Joe Mazzulla to be head coach. Mazzulla was a Celtics assistant who had never been a head coach in the NBA or in D1. The Celtics opened their season by beating rival Philadelphia, but that's just one of 82. We wait and watch. Yeah, Tony, I remember when I first heard the news about Udoka, I thought Brad Stevens might come out of the front office and coach the Celtics again. But no, they'd seen that it hadn't quite worked the way it wanted it to. And it seems that Brad Stevens is a great fit at what he's doing, at whatever the title is, yeah. essentially GM in the old world GM. of sports. And he's just a, he's a smart guy, an engaging and pleasant guy, and he's easy to root for. I know this is a tough time for that team, but they got off to a, a good start, and we'll see what they do tonight against Miami. Happy anniversary, Marshawn Lynch. On this day 16 years ago, Lynch commandeered a medical cart after running for Cal's winning touchdown in overtime over Washington, driving it up and down the field in celebration. We've seen this video a thousand times, but it opens the door to what Lynch and Richard Sherman said on Sherman's podcast about their former teammate in Seattle, Russell Wilson. Lynch said he'd like to check on how Wilson is doing after a bad start in Denver. Sherman said they might have to go through Wilson's manager to reach Wilson. And Lynch said, quote, if I can't call you directly, I ain't calling you, especially if I went to war with you, unquote. But Lynch said he was concerned for Wilson for the backlash he's taken recently. Quote, I just want to tap in with him, make sure he's solid. Tony, that seems like a reasonable sentiment to me. And you would hope that Russ isn't so removed and so detached that he can't take calls from guys he won a Super Bowl with. And if not for some stupid fourth quarter uh, play call, should have won two Super Bowls with. But Marshawn Lynch, talk about foreshadowing with the golf cart. We can see everything that's coming when we look back upon that act. A melancholy trails to Tony Brown. The veteran NBA referee who had worked over 1,100 NBA games over a span of two decades died of pancreatic cancer yesterday. Brown was only 55 years old. Brown officiated the 2018 and 2021 All-Star Games, and he worked the 2020 Finals between the Lakers and Miami. Brown was diagnosed with cancer in April of 2021 and recovered to the point where he was able to work in the NBA Replay Center last season. Brown's family released a statement of thanks to everyone who had helped them and ended by saying, Keep striving for the cures. Tony, Tony Brown was so respected um, in the league, throughout the league. Talk about a guy who worked his way up. He was a really good high school basketball player, but there was no scholarship available for him at Clark Atlanta at the time. He wound up working, Tony. He, he cleaned planes at Delta Airlines. He drove passenger carts for Delta. He worked as a flight attendant. He worked while he was refereeing, and he chased his dream, and he got there. And people really, yeah. really, really respected and knew his story. And it's just, it's just a sad day for the NBA community with his passing. Let us go to the big finish. The Clippers beat the Lakers. The Bucks edged the Sixers. Which was more significant? I think the Bucks edging the Sixers. I know everybody's making fun of the Lakers. The Lakers lost to two of the best teams in the league, if not the two best teams. So I'm going to go with the Bucks for right now. Bruce Bochy is the new manager of the Texas Rangers. Is he a good hire? 
It's a stunner to me. I didn't know he wanted to manage again. He's got three rings. He's going to the Hall of Fame. Sure, it's a good hire. Yeah. Your girl, Simona Halep, has been provisionally suspended after failing a drug test at the U.S. Open. Your reaction? Of course, she says she's going to fight to the end to prove to people that she didn't knowingly take it. I have no idea what to think, Tony. The New York Post reports that Jay Wright is going to join Turner and CBS for its coverage of the Final Four. As predicted by you and me, he's going to TV. You're excited about that, aren't you? He's going to be great. I wish he would coach again, but he's going to be great. Last one. No, Padres and Phillies game three tonight. I assume you have the Padres. You always do. Yeah, there's no reason to go against Joe Musgrove with what we've seen from him the last couple of starts, Stone. So I will go with the Padres. A lot of time. We'll try and do better the next time. 21 years. Wow. Thanks, everybody. Wow. I'm Mike Wilbon. Have a great weekend, knuckleheads. Check out NBA Countdown at 7 Eastern. Greeny, Jalen, that guy named Stephen A., and me. Now, here's sports. Only feels like 17 years. It's going by so fast. Maybe 18. Can you remember the last time you had fun on a bike ride? Electric e-bikes, the number one seller of e-bikes in America, is here to bring fun and joy back to biking. Their riders routinely say they feel like kids again riding these bikes, and one even said, quote, I'm a 46-year-old man and can honestly say I haven't had this much fun on a bike since I was 10 years old. Unquote. These e-bikes from Electric are fast, up to 28 miles per hour. They offer lightweight and foldable e-bikes, so you can easily take them on the go to explore national parks, campgrounds, and more. Even if you don't have a truck, trailer, or bike rack, many of their models will fit in the trunk of a car. They also offer long-range batteries that provide over 65 miles of range, so you can explore further and longer. Head over to electricebikes.com today and take their bike quiz to find a model that's perfect for your needs. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com.